podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a post-match pint in association with Purity. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by Chris Dolan. But before we start, remember, if you do want some Purity Ale, some Purity goodness, do use the code hashtag VillaView and you will get 10% off. So yeah, please support the channel and support Purity as well. Dolan and myself are here to dissect Bournemouth 2, Aston Villa 0. Dolan, we said on the match preview that Villa had quite a stable pre-season. We were all feeling quite good. Well, I don't think you were feeling that good, but I was feeling quite good, feeling like things were going to be okay. Bournemouth had looked a bit of a mess, hadn't got many players through the door, had a few defensive injuries, so it all was going to point towards a Bournemouth win. And that was what happened. First set piece of the day. And Villa conceded in under two minutes, mate. Yeah, I mean, it's just a shambles, complete shambles from start to finish. Um, I mean, you know, we talk a, a lot off air and, uh, you know, when, when, when we come on here, we, we, we've got to be a little bit more pragmatic and, and um, you know, we, we have to we have to try and give uh, um, a consistent a consistent view. But for me, I said to you on, on the WhatsApp last week, there's nothing there's nothing that we have done in the last 10 or 15 years that leads me to believe that we're going to have a good season. You know, Villa haven't offered us anything in the Premier League over the last sort of 10 years. Obviously, since Hule was the last time we finished ninth, that was 2011, maybe 2010 to 2011. So there's been no signs to point towards a successful season. And the game was, I mean, if Watford was bad last year, which we which we were at, then this, from by all accounts of speaking to Max, Max Stokes and, and the lads, I mean, they said it was just absolutely appalling from start to finish. Um, and, you know, the result speaks for itself. What a what a disaster start to the season. Yeah, you don't mind losing. And I think, you know, most of the time I'm quite calm, collected. I can take it when Villa lose. But that display for a day one when, you know, you're really buzzing for the season to start, a bit like Watford last year, although at least we scored in that game and looked like we might, we might score a couple of goals and did. There was literally, I said it on Twitter, there's nothing I saw in that game that like pleased me in any way. I just saw things that annoyed me and, and upset me. It just just wasn't good from start to finish. I, starting with the team selection, I mean, I thought the team selection was odd at the start of the game. And it's, it's very easy with hindsight to say such and such should have played. We should have done this. We should have done that. But I just didn't get what we were doing with the, with, with the team, team selection and the fact that Danny Ings has never really played as a lone striker in the Premier League. His best days have always been in a two. Pretty much when Watkins was fit, the only times you'd see Danny Ings start a game was next to Ollie Watkins. So for day one to try and play him as a lone forward, I didn't really understand that. And I'd have played Mings. We'll come on to Tyro Mings, I'm sure. I think in the midfield, I think if you're going to play Coutinho in the front three, I think you need someone who's going to get the ball to him precisely and quickly. Mm. I don't think McGinn and Ramsey are those players. I, I don't think passing is, is either of their strongest yeah. suits. So he just looked a bit dismantled before we'd, we'd even started. And you go, you go, to, you go one nil down after two minutes from the first set piece. You, you, you face all season. Heads look like they just dropped immediately. And as I say, Dolan, there wasn't anything that I saw in that game at all that filled me with really any confidence or anything that pleased me. I think like 
you can't possibly pick out any individual because I thought as, as a collective, it was a shambles from no, top no, no, to bottom. No. And, no. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and, and, and name individuals, but as a team, as a group of players, um, you know, what have we heard? What's the soundbite that we've, that we've heard from Gerard over the last sort of six months? Give me a preseason. Give me a preseason. You know, we'll work with tactics. We'll, we'll work on mentality. You know, we want to bring this no excuse culture into the club. We want to be, you know, an elite football club. We want to be challenging in the top eight. And we wrote up to Bournemouth, a championship, a championship team, championship squad. And we get, we just literally do nothing, like nothing. There wasn't one part of that game where I felt that we'd score. Not once. There was not, there was no, no. yeah, we had the ball and we sort of passed it about, but with 60 odd percent possession. Well, we, had, we had 66% we, possession, but you know, that shows you, you could, possession doesn't mean anything. It's what you do with it. It's all well and good having the ball, but when we did have the ball, it was so slow and ponderous and people didn't really look like they knew what they were doing. There was no movement in that team whatsoever. And I, I don't like coming on air and criticising, especially after the first game, because it is only the first game. But you want to see a bit of them from your side in the first game. You want to see, you want to see like something you can hang your hat on, and we just didn't. I just don't know. I just don't know what the game plan was. I mean, I really don't. I mean, our our patterns of play going forward just seem non-existent. Um, it was very much get it down to the fullbacks and whip it in. I mean, when has Danny Ings ever been a renowned header of the ball? I mean, he he's not renowned for for his his heading prior. So I don't know who. I, whose great day it was to just to just bomb it down to the fullbacks and and just whip balls in all day long. There, there was an absolutely no pattern to play. That team looked like a group of strangers, a group of individuals, um, and it was just a disgrace. And I, I, this this one has to fall on the manager's door. It has to because I don't like I don't like what I'm hearing. I don't like what I'm hearing post match. I don't like these individual players being 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 singled out. I don't like the body language of, of Esri Kanza. I don't like when he said, yeah, well, they were going to be dangerous in set piece and we can see two goals from, from set pieces. I don't like the, the they're just, see, I, I, I don't know, there's, it, it just doesn't, I know it's only one game and we can all, we can overact, but for me, Saturday's not, you know, Saturday's not just about that defeat because you can lose games of football. It's for me, it's, 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 it's the last twelve months have been a have been a disaster. I mean, let's be honest. What three wins in twelve? We finished the season off like it was pathetic. We literally limped over the line, and again another another opportunity for me to break into the top ten as as the season before um, when we when we um, when we bottled it, and we we started at exactly how we ended, if not worse. The, the end of last season and it was just it was it's just not good enough it's not good enough and um i you know for me throwing money at the problem isn't going to work i think as a manager that squad on paper is more than capable i mean you said it yourself dan you felt that that squad is on a par with the likes of west ham and leicester and if we keep on singling out players and bringing in these players on big wages, you know, 180 grand, 200 grand a week wages, and we aren't getting the best out of what we have, then it's not going to work. I mean, again, great example, Eddie Howe at Newcastle. He's literally gone in there and he's coached those players. He's brought those players to another level. Bar Jacob Ramsey for 
a couple of months last season. Can you name me a player that's that's significantly improved under this regime? Because I can't. Matty Cash, he, he was good all season, Matty Cash, but I, I think the fullbacks have such an involvement in what Gerard's coming to do. I, th- I think Matty Cash is probably one that you could say ha- has improved. He's a, a top-level Premier League right back now, and I'm not sure he was before Gerard came in. But there is some bizarre stuff going on. You said about not liking a lot, a lot of stuff that, you, that you're hearing. I find the Tyrone Ming stuff bizarre, to be perfectly honest. Even I know he would have been asked a question about Tyrone Mings to bring him up after the game. But let's talk about the players that that, that were on the pitch. There's no, there's no point talking about Tyrone Mings. He wasn't there. He wasn't, wasn't, wasn't part of that defeat. I find what's going on with Gerard and Mings very, very strange. I don't understand why mm. you would alienate someone who's such a big character in the dressing room. Dean Smith tried to do it when he when he took Mings out for, for one game and it didn't work. We, we got pummeled by West Ham, I think it was, in, in that game. We've lost 2-0 to Bournemouth in a game where I actually think Mings would have been helpful on the pitch. And again, it's easy for me to say with hindsight after the game's unfolded. But Mings, I feel, would have dealt with some of those situations better than Concer or Carlos did. It's Carlos's first game. Mm. I don't want to single him out. I just did. I just didn't get a lot of the stuff I was seeing, and I didn't get a lot of the stuff that, that I was hearing afterwards. And I, if you, you, the way we played Kamara, we drop him back into the back three as well, and opening out the centre backs and trying to make the pitch big, and get the centre backs wider. Carlos isn't left footed. He might be a left centre back, but he isn't left footed. Mm. You'd had Mings on that side. That would have worked a hell of a lot better. Than what we mm. were trying, and I just think I just think everything we did with the team selection really did didn't work. I think people will point to Coutinho and say he's not, he's not doing anything. He isn't getting the ball. He isn't getting the ball in good in good no. positions. There was no effort to play because Bournemouth, Bournemouth were so deep. I just think again, you play Louise and you play Watkins. You've got someone who's going to give him the ball in Louise, and you've got Watkins who's going to stretch the stretch the defenses a bit a bit more than Ings does. He'll pull wide. He'll move things around. Suddenly Coutinho would just by those two players being on the pitch. He's probably getting a little bit more more of the ball. And I'm not saying Watkins and Louise are the answers to all our problems or Tyrone Mings. I just looked at that setup like, as soon as the game started and thought, this does not look good at all. I do think Ramsey and McGinn, I think they I'm not they, you need a passer in there. I don't think either of them are that. Playing them both, even though we've now got the number six that I think we need, I thought he was probably only the marginal positive to come out of the game, Kamara. And again, it must have been very difficult for him on his first game, and he must have wondered what what he'd walked into. With what he's going to offer us, I still just think I was seeing too much of McGinn and, and Ramsey in the first half, basically playing as as fullback cover whilst the fullbacks bombed on, and that didn't work last season, and it didn't work again. I mean, just to address what I see, you know, we all we all we all see the same things on Twitter. We all we all mooch around the hashtags, and um, you know, uh, and we know what a lot of the 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 main talking points are. So I just give like my thoughts. So Michael Bale obviously has been mentioned here again um the the loss of michael bale well i mean again michael bale didn't show me anything in the six seven months he was in to to really justify that because again i thought we <laughs> it's, a, it's a good comment there at the bottom i thought we uh I th- again i thought we ended the season appallingly um we got in the new uh number two um is it Neil? What's Neil, Critchley. Neil, Neil, Neil Critchley. Critchley. He apparently he apparently didn't travel to Australia, which again is is quite bizarre because you're gonna it could be I don't, people said it's a passport issue or a vaccine issue, but whatever it is, he wasn't in Australia. And if you're gonna bring in a number two and be in Australia where you're really trying to um, create a, a style of play and a pattern of play and really bring the team together, and your and your number two is not there, 
again, doesn't really make sense to me. Um, Tyro Mings, I mean, he was the biggest fall guy of them all. I mean, the fan base couldn't get enough of, of Slayton Mings. Um, calling for him to be dropped week in, week out. He gets on all of a sudden. Well, if Mings isn't in the squad, we would have won it. I've got a lot of time for Mings. I think he's a, he's a top, top professional. I think he's a very, very good defender on his day. Yes, he's he's got a mistake in him, but I think overall, I think we're a better team with McGinn. But, yeah, but you know what? So, 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 does Con- so does Conser. Conser has a mistake yeah. in him. Yeah. Ming, yeah. Mings takes responsibility again, on that football pitch, and there wasn't enough people taking responsibility on that football pitch on Saturday. No, no, no. And again, when they got murdered by a lot of the, uh, the Villa fans at the start of the season, um, Coutinho comes in, has a couple of sort of iffy games to, again towards the back end, and all of a sudden, Buendia would come in, and, and Buendia is the reason why we don't win a, a game of football. So, listen, it's very up and down, and players always become fan better is, when they're when, when they're like not that. in the team. That, that's just that's just life. That, that, that always happens. That's what we do as football fans. If someone's not in the team, they suddenly become ten times better than they are. That, that's just natural. I think that happens with every club. But I see what you. I understand what what you say. I mean, if, even it's even if not going to play Mings, I think Chambers. If Chambers can feel pretty yeah. hard, Dunbar. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me sorry. What's this? What's this I hear about Luca Dean being off the pitch um, for their first goal because he he didn't take his jewelry off? I don't know how true that. Is. I mean, it could be true. I don't know. At the moment, I can't. We can't really talk about it because we don't know that that's a hundred percent true. But usually, there's no smoke without fire with it with these things. I haven't seen the, any foot like the footage of Dean being off the, the pitch, so I don't, I don't know. If that's the case, and Luca Dean walks onto the pitch with with jewelry on, and nobody, nobody within that within that backroom staff or with the, or within the well, isn't, that, staff, isn't that for the officials to check before the game? I mean, Luca Dean should take jewelry off if he's got jewelry on, but that is that is something the officials are thought checked before the game. But if he's, off, if he's off the pitch, having to take his jewelry off for that set piece, then. That just that that is Aston Villa in a nutshell. That sums us uh, up. We we don't know. Nutshell. We don't we don't know it's true. We don't know it's true. That he could be completely unfounded. I think Neil's commenting there saying he that it was it's not true. So hopefully Neil blame Neil if this is wrong. Neil saying it's it's not yeah. true. So if it is true, blame Neil. He said he debunked. Great use of the word debunked. He's saying he debunked it last night. So okay. I did think that was a bit that was a bit strange. But I mean, yeah. why, why would anyone even make that? Why would someone make that up? It was absolutely yeah. ridiculous to even make something like that up, isn't it? But it was just a. There's, we've said it many times already. There was there was nothing that you can be positive about from that game. I, I said I thought the uh, I thought the squad was well set before the season starts. I've done so much media and previews talk about Villa. I thought we were in a, in a good place, and I actually think we would have been a be, in a better place had we selected the team that, that we just talked about at the start instead of the team that, that we went out with. And I'm pretty confident Watkins will start on Saturday against Everton. Now probably Louise as well but now i'm suddenly thinking well do we need do we need another midfielder do, do we need a striker I don't, I don't think we do need a striker I but i think if a number eight a midfield has been a problem for villa for a long 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 time now and it's continuing mm. to be a problem and mm. you know we talk i love john mcginn absolutely love him as, as a person love him as a, as a player there's no fun aside when mcginn's fully ticking that they're watching him stick his ass out and then go on a, a, a mazy run with, with the ball mcginn is fantastic but again, come back to the Mings thing. If we're talking about Mings being inconsistent, there isn't anybody in that team that has been consistent other than Matty Cash, really. 
since Gerrard took the job. So you can't just you can't dig one person out, strip him of the captaincy, drop him from from the team because he's not alone. He's not alone. And then you got the Sanson stuff as well, which. You know, I've got to be honest, yes. I don't like what Sanson yes. did on a match yeah. day, doing yeah. something like that. I, I think that stinks. That's really, really bad yeah. for, for Morgan Sanson. But suddenly now you're thinking, is there a problem in the dressing room? Is some of the problems yeah, everything making? Up. Everything adds up and you sort of, you know, of course, it, the defeat breeds negativity, defeat breeds... Um, stories and media and gossip and all all that all that sort of hype that comes with comes with being a professional footballer and a and a, a fan of a, of a of a of a of a premier league team and i just um i don't know I, I i'm just not liking what i'm hearing and i again gerard bangs on about quality there's not enough quality in the final third well there is there is enough quality in the final third I just don't think they're being coached properly. And I think if you look at the, if you take each player um, on, an, on, you know, it, from an individual basis, you know, Mings is a proven Premier League goal, uh, goal scorer. Uh, Watkins has been Defender. very decent for us. Do you say, did you mean, sorry, did you say Ings? I thought you said Mings. Ings, I Ings yeah, Ings. Sorry, Ings I thought you said Mings. Is a, is a, is a, he's a proven, proven Premier League goal scorer. Watkins has been, has been very decent for us in the last two seasons. And as you said, got into, has got into, Double figures and Bailey on his day, you know his stats. His stats that he had in the in the Bundesliga um, in his in his final season were were um, were right up there. So there's sixty. There's about ninety million pounds, ninety five million pounds worth of attacking talent there. Plus you add in Coutinho. Then we have people like Bundia, McGinn, Ramsey, Kamara. You know the fullbacks, Dinya. Cash keeper, a twenty-five million pound centre back. I mean, there's enough quality there to be putting a team like Bournemouth to bed on the on the opening day of the season, and we showed absolutely nothing. And again, I'll bring it back. You look at what Eddie Howe's done with a group of players that were couldn't didn't what well, they didn't win a game. What for the first fifteen or sixteen last season, Newcastle, and finished yeah. ahead of us. How he got them playing, he got them together, and they haven't even brought in that many players that uh, this summer. It's still, it's still fairly no, they've been quite measured what with what they've done. They've they've not done what I thought they would. They've been very measured with what they've done there because there's lots to like about what Newcastle mm. and Eddie Howe have done actually, and he deserves a new contract fuller. What he's what he's done is created an identity, and he's made players better. And apart from as you say, as you say, Matty Cash, I thought Matty Cash was 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 equally as good in his in his debut season as he was last season. Yeah, he probably his stats were a bit better last season and he scored he scored a few more goals, but I I don't see improvement in anyone in that in that squad under Gerard. I I just don't. And for me that's a worry. For me that's a massive worry. Yeah. You bring in you bring in the likes of Gerard to make players better. And as I've always said, you know, you look at sports like golf and tennis but professional sports in general, for me, it's more of a mindset than it is ability because if you're playing at that level, then you've got ability. So you've got the ability to turn up and put in performances week in, week out. But if you haven't got the right mindset, the right attitude and the right people around you to drive that and coach that and, and really instill that confidence, then you're, you're, you're going to go nowhere. And like I said, there's there's too much noise coming out of the club and there's too much noise coming out of the media and the written press about our club 
that I don't like. And if this carries on and we don't get a positive result on Saturday, it could it could it could turn quite sour. And um, whenever managers well, start, I'm, I'm dreading Saturday already. If we if we go yeah. if we go one 0 down in the first ten minutes, for example, well, the, managers, the atmosphere well, on Saturday well, is going to turn immediately. When managers start name checking players, then I'm sorry. If I was Mings, I mean, I thought I thought he handled the the captaincy, you know, like a true like like the true like the true sort of man he is. You know, I thought that tweet and, and what he does for the club and and. He's a real ambassador, not only for Aston Villa but for football. And um, to be a scapegoat by the club and well by the manager for me, it's just not how Villa operate. It's not what we're about, and I don't like it. And I think whatever happens behind closed doors, whatever happens in the dressing room, whatever happens at Bodymore Heath, should stay there. Now. Gerard doesn't have to have Mings. He doesn't have to keep Mings as captain. You know, I, I have no problem with if Gerard wants to change captain, I've got absolutely no problem about that. But don't don't come out and sort of say, well, if he looks me in the eye and tells me he's ready to play, then I'll play him. You know, don't always, you know, it's it it's 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 getting personal. And when things get personal, then it, it just doesn't end well. And I I I I've just I don't like I don't like uh what I'm hearing on Saturday. Saturday already is a massive game. I'm sorry, because it's not just about this season. It's about what we've seen over the last six to eight months beyond. It's been a it's 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 been a shit show. And with the money and the players we have, we should be cruising into that top half and we're not. Well I mean I've I've no doubt Bournemouth are going to be in relegation trouble, just like I was in no doubt when we lost to Watford this time last year that they were going to probably finish somewhere near the bottom of the league. And I I stand by that with Bournemouth. I just can't, I agree with everything you've said about about the Ming stuff, and people are going to look at me in particular and probably say, "Oh, well, he loves Tyra Mings. He's going to defend Tyra Mings." But I think what's happened is wrong. I don't. I, yeah. I don't like it like you. If like you say, it's Gerard's prerogative to take the captaincy off him. I've no problem with that. If that's Gerard's decision, you know, he yeah. knows more about football than I do. Then fine. I disagree with some of the reasons that have been given, but that's just my <coughs> excuse me. That's just just my personal opinion. Again, if you don't want to play him. Fine, but obviously we've gone on and, and lost 2-0, which, which doesn't look great in the aftermath. But about keeping things in-house, it's the manager that's saying stuff about the, about Mings looking him in the eyes. Yeah. That's the bit I find really, really weird. And it's just, there's something unsettling about it. And I, there's a chance, I reckon, I don't, and I'm basing this on absolutely nothing, you know, it kind of feels like Mings is being forced out a little bit of touch. And I don't like that. And I, I don't think that should be happening because I think Aston Villa are a better club with Tyrone Mings there. I think they're a better team. With it, with him in it as well. I don't. It's, it sounds like I'm picking on concert and, I, and I'm, I'm not meaning to. But like Mings is being dropped because of form. Concert, I don't think he's anywhere near the level he was a couple of seasons ago. Absolutely miles, no. miles off that level he was when we were saying that he well, should be in, be in the England squad. And that's what I don't I, get. It, it, Mings is Mings is not alone. Mm-hmm. I've lost you, Dolan. No, I've got you. I've got you back. Oh, yeah, we're back. We're back. Apologies for that. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. And as we said last week, um, who, do, who do we go with? Do we go, do we go with Ming? Do we go with, with Chambers? Do we go with Konza? You said you picked Chambers based on form and, and you looking looking back. Well, I thought, uh, Gerard, weekend, I thought Gerard would pick Chambers. I thought Gerard would pick Chambers. I'd pick Mings, but I thought Gerard would pick Chambers. I thought, and you know what? If he had, mm. Chambers was in good form. He's one that you can say he was playing well. 
last season when he ca- when he came in. He's not done much wrong, Chambers, when he when he's been in the side really that I can that I can think of, and he's turned into into Pella at certain times as as well. So he was the one I expected to start. But you, I think you said Mings, didn't you? You said you thought Mings would start, and it was just I said Mings coming I coming Mings. out was it yeah. just that he wasn't. Yeah, mm. I said it's Mings not good. just because of. Well, just because of of his connection to Bournemouth, and he, he would have, you know, for me, he would have wanted to sort of really raise that game. Um, Gerard said that he took the captaincy off him so he could focus on his own on his own game. Well, how can he focus on on his own game if he isn't going to play? So, um, I thought he would start. I thought he would come in, and um, it wasn't to be. But listen, that's not the real reason we lost that game. As a collective, we were we were a shambles, and um, you know, where do we go from here? What what happens next? Do we do we throw more money at it? Do we bring in more players? Do we bloat the wage bill again? Do we do we you know? Because I, I I don't know I I don't know what's happening because yeah uh, if we play like we played on Saturday then I'm I'm sorry but Everton are gonna Everton gonna are, are gonna take us take us for the for um for everything we've got and everything that we deserve. I what yeah I watched Everton play Chelsea. Obviously Chelsea a very very good team on Saturday and. You've got to earn the right to play. And Everton lost, but you know what? If I was an Everton fan, you sit there and you think, oh, they, they they gave it a good go. They had a go. Mm. They lost with a bit of pride, a bit of dignity. Lost to a lost to a penalty that, that was a penalty. Chelsea are a good side. But I saw a lot of effort. I saw a lot of things I liked in that game if I was an Everton fan. You've got to earn the right to play, even against a, t- a team like Bournemouth, who will be, da- be down the bottom. And Villa just didn't do that. I was watching Kiefer Moore. No disrespect to Kiefer Moore, even though I am about to disrespect him. You know, he's a journeyman championship striker. It's his first game in the Premier League, I think. He scores. But not only did you know he yeah. score from people just what people just watching him. No one yeah. no one taking responsibility. Three players were around on the scene. All three of them. I'll leave it to my I'll leave it to my mate. And not one of them took responsibility and made life difficult for him. Of course he's gonna he's gonna score that header. But I was watching him run us on the floor. Kiefer Moore. Like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And that's why I say about Mings taking responsibility. There was just no one on on, on the scene at all. No one prepared to, to get in front of the shot for the first goal. Disorganised with set pieces. You say you've specifically worked on set pieces. I wouldn't be going around mm. admitting that. Keep, keep, keep quiet about that. Don't say that because that, that almost makes it worse. Because the yeah. first corner that comes in, you've conceded and you've not learned. And you've conceded off the breakdown of a set piece again for the second goal. It, there was just a, it yeah. was a, it was a nothing display from Villa, and hopefully it is just yeah. a one off. You can lose games, you have off days, but Saturday does become a massive yeah, game. You're right now because if we don't turn up, the crowd are going to go nuts again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this is the thing. Like <sighs> Perslow obviously got in Gerard because of one, he's, he did a great job at Rangers. You can't deny that. Um, two, he is. A brand as well as a manager. I mean, he's a he's a massively, massively high-profile footballer. Uh, see, we lost that. We lost our golden boy in 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 Grealish. So I think we needed. I think the the club felt they needed some um, kind of superstar in there. So he brings in Gerard and Coutinho, etc. Um, and three, they're obviously mates from Liverpool. So the Gerard appointment is a is a Christian personal appointment, and I don't know if Perzo is gonna. Things get really ugly. Is Perzo going to keep quiet and try and save face because it's his appointment, or, or you know, what happens? Because again, this isn't this isn't all about Saturday or next Saturday. It's 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 this year. It's 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 
it's been the last sort of 10 or 15 months of dross. Um, you know, we were at the Palace game end of the season. It was rubbish. You know, Burnley at home was rubbish. Blowing a two a two goal lead against City. I mean, classic Villa. Um, we you know we we just aren't at it. And I I don't know if it's some kind of like there, there's some sort of like I don't know. There's something at that club where no matter how much money we throw at it, no matter who we bring in as manager or or what kind of personnel we have, nothing seemed to change. Like Villa always seemed to do Villa, and we always make life so much more difficult for itself than it needs to be. I mean, keep it simple. I don't know what, again, I don't know what our pattern of play or what our identity was on Saturday because not once were we playing to the strengths cross, of the cross, players that we had. The on the pitch. Cross, cross the, the ball. Cross the ball seemed to be the, seemed to be the tactic to make. Two, shot, which was... two, shots on tar- two, two shots on target the entire game against Bournemouth. I mean, sorry, mate. I mean, it's just not good enough. Now, you talk about patterns of play and stuff. And, you know, I'm not I'm in no way sitting here on this show calling for the manager to go or, or anything like no, that. No, no. It is just Me one neither. guy. It was a worry. It's a worrying first game. I'm upset with it. As I say, there was a lot there that I did not like and I've, there's a lot of things I've heard that I've not liked as, as well as, a, as an Aston Villa supporter. When Gerard first came in, those first five games, there was a couple we lost in there. I think we lost to Man City, possibly Liverpool in those first five games. But immediately there was a bounce and I could see patterns of play. I could see what was being worked on. In trying that, I could see a defensive shape. I could see the way Villa were trying to pass the ball and, and get forward, and it was it was very good and it was very nice. And you know, that Man City game at Villa Park, we ran them very very close and were unlucky not to take a point from going two 0 down. And I was massively encouraged by that. But in twenty twenty two, I haven't seen that those patterns of playing things really at any point. I mean, there might be the odd game where where, where there's been stuff that, that, that I've liked to think of maybe Burnley away. I thought I thought we played well, but really. From after those first five games, I've not seen the identity that I would have expected. That identity seemed to be picked up by the players very, very quickly when Gerard first arrived. But then it's also mm. just almost like it's disappeared and it's never come back. And I'm I'm confused mm. by that because I, I would have expected to see the only pattern of play I saw from the weekend was Kamara dropping in and making a, a third cent, a third centre back when we were starting off from goal kicks when we had when we had the ball across the back line, which is which is all well and good, but we weren't going anywhere. We weren't operating with any tempo in our game at all. It was just a, a strange, strange performance. Two absolutely awful set piece goals. Nothing going forward. Just a, it was just a mess. And that, you know, first game of the season, you're ex- you're excited. It almost feels worse because you've waited for football to come back. You're excited, and then Villa just after two minutes completely deflate you. But we'll see what happens Saturday. I guess. I mean, the, yeah. the players coming out on social media after the game is the, the same old stuff that footballers do. Oh, when, see, when, when they lose the game, fine. Sure. I'm sure there may well be people at the club sitting watching this, staff, players, whoever, whoever it is, but um, they need to understand that that it needs to change quick and they need to understand as a fan base the dross that we've been through and with the dross that we've seen over the last 10 or 15 years and um, what we're being fed by the club, you know, these ambitions, top eight, top, you know, going for Europe. I mean, those have been... Those those sound bites have haven't come from the fan base. They've come from the club, so we're going to take their word for it. And well, Villa may well finish top eight this season. We we may well. You don't. He's one. He's well just one guy. On the basis on the on the basis that on the basis of Saturday, mate, I I would not hold I would not hold my breath. 
Um, no, but again, we, look, I said, it, carry on, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. I said that we struggled to find the net last season, and I don't, still don't think we have um, for the style of play and for the way we supposedly want to play. We don't have that real poacher. But for whatever happened with Ings, I don't know what it is, but he doesn't seem to fit the way that we play, and we aren't getting the best out of him. And I, I worry that we'll, I worry that we'll, um, that we'll not score enough goals. And then when you defend the way we defend from set pieces in this league, you're just asking for trouble, you know. And how many times do we go go a goal down and just not respond? As soon as they scored on Saturday, I was like, "That's game over." It's game over after after one one and a half minutes. I, I just did not see us coming back from that at all, because again, they've shown me nothing as a as a as a squad to prove or say to me that they're going to get back into it. Because I've not seen it. Once we go go down, we just start playing. We just start playing. We just go into our shells. That's and, been a problem at Villa for a long playing. time. You know, that's not that's not just Gerard and these players. That is, no, exactly. you know, that feels like this it's been a constant pattern for some, a long time. There's a, there's a culture. Yeah, there's a culture at that club, but just nothing seems to. Nothing seems to be able to fix the issues that we have, and um, we're just we're yeah we're 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 still still making life so so difficult for ourselves. Look, we may well win Saturday against Everton, and things will look a lot rosier. It is just one game. I don't like coming on here and criticising things. It's not really my style, but I have to say I'm very very placid. It takes a lot to to really really annoy me watching Villa, but Saturday I was furious. Because I really think mm. it was that bad, and I'm not one to overreact, not one to exaggerate at all. But I really, really thought that was so disappointing and so, so bad. And there needs to be a reaction, and we, we need to see something on, on Saturday and hear a, a bit more positivity coming out of the club. Because as I say, when people like Sanson, who, let's be honest, has offered nothing to the football club since he's been there. Really, he's people will say he's not had a chance, which you know he's probably fair as well. You can't be coming on social media and doing that. That 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 annoyed me as well and that, yeah. it just points at an unhappy dressing room and it, it creates bad atmosphere yeah. and it creates problems and then with the Ming stuff chucked in on top of that as well suddenly you're talking about there being loads of problems behind the scenes at Villa which is not what you want after, after one game especially when you put in a, a shambolic performance as well suddenly everything just looks probably worse than it is because of a few things that, that have happened but we are where we are it was a terrible terrible game I mean after, I, I said they'd have to go a long long way to have been worse than they were on the first day against Watford last season but they they managed it they, re- yeah, they really credit, did. And, yeah. credit where credit 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 where credit's due. They uh they managed to be uh to be to be ten times as bad as they were as they were last season. So at least they got something something right. Um but they Everton have signed Connor yeah. Cody, which is a which is a great which is a really clever, clever signing. They've they've got him on well, the they're playing three at the back and that that's him. That's him, yeah. isn't he? Three at the back, yeah. Connor Coda, that's him. Yeah, mm. so that's a clever bit of business. So he comes in, he'll probably come straight to the squad on um on the weekend. Oh, because so, Godfrey went off. Godfrey went off injured, didn't yeah. he? So I would expect Cody yeah. to start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got a decent, got a decent record against uh, against Villa Connor Cody in recent times, if I recall as well. I think oh, he scored against yeah. us at Villa yeah. Park yeah. last season. But yeah. AVFC yeah. staff has just said in the comments, we have a good record against Everton at home. We beat them. We beat them last season very, very comfortably. Beat them the year that we came up as well, very relatively comfortably in the in the end as well. It was a great atmosphere at Villa Park. Hopefully, we can get some kind of atmosphere going. On Saturday, because the team the team will need us, and it has got the potential that if we don't start well, it could turn toxic pretty early. And I hate that, and I don't want that first home game back. Hopefully, Villa Park will be bouncing. We can get behind the team, get some encouragement, and yeah, we've unpicked the game now. I guess we have to just try and 
try and forget about it. The players have to try and forget about it, and everyone just has to, yeah. just has to move on and get behind them on Saturday. I guess that, that's the issues that we look at now. Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, I mean, yeah, yeah, at least we, you know we Saturday's half twelve, so you, you know we can we can have our we can hopefully when our Saturday's ruined by by half two, we can we can hopefully by six o'clock, half six when when we go out for dinner and meet friends for drinks, then um, yeah, hopefully it'll be, it'll be out of our system early doors. Um, but yeah, we shall we shall see. Right then, that does us. I think, as I said, I hate coming on here and being negative after after one game. It's it's not great, but the performance was bad. You have to talk about it. That's the way it is. Thanks ever so much for thanks ever so much for tuning in. Sorry to the show. Hopefully, you like the new backdrop that we've got going on. Hopefully, it's all worked. Thanks to Adam for putting that together. He really does put in a lot of work behind mm. the scenes, so he deserves an awful amount of credit for the amount of time and effort that he puts in. Thanks to Purity as well for continuing to sponsor us this season. If you do want to get yourself some Villa beer, some Purity beer, use the okay. Hashtag Villa View discount code and you'll get 10% off. Yeah, get yourself some glassware as well if they're still very selling nice, that. Why nice. not? We will be back with a match preview for the Everton game either Thursday or Friday. So keep your eye on our socials and subscribe to the channel with your post notifications on to know when that video is dropping. Thanks ever so much again to everyone involved. Only one thing left to say up the villa. Podcast Network.